0: For those that may not know who you are and what you do, if you just want to do a quick one. all right, bet. Go for it whenever. Oh. All
1: right, so it's your boy uh, Money Making Sachi, man. I'm an artist, you feel me? Um, I produce, you know what I'm saying? I'm an engineer, and uh,
0: I just like to create, about it. About yeah. What was the inspiration behind this? Uh, like, for, like, music? Just creativity in general, putting stuff out. Uh,
1: honestly, bro, I've been like this since I was a kid. I think I just kind of, like put it to the side because you know when you get older you know shit stop being cool you feel me standing out so um, I think it started to pop back out like my senior year of high school I just started noticing like man I kind of don't want to do the norm I want to do my own thing and that's when like the creativity you know I first started kind of you know writing like poems and shit and then I just hopped in the booth
0: yeah now I feel you and I think that's a recurring theme for a lot of people right they don't want to do they don't want to be enslaved by the burdens of society in a way, Facts. by being forced to do the nine to five stuff. Which there's Facts. nothing wrong with that, and on some level you do have to do that. Thanks. But just having the awareness that yo I can do my own thing, I can create something and like, you know, make something of my own by yeah. myself yeah. Is, is a beautiful thing and a
1: beautiful feeling, man.
0: Yeah. Talk yeah. about the mindset associated with that thing or with that feeling.
1: Man, it's a it's a lonely mindset, you know, because as you get older. You start realizing, you know, people start Focusing more on, like, I guess Security, but, like, once you really Start, you know, understanding life, ain't nothing secure. so I'm like, Thanks. man, I might As well take a risk doing something I love Instead of, you know, going Work for somebody my whole damn life You feel me, so Yeah, that's the, I guess the mindset You just realize, you know, you can't tell everybody Your goals and dreams, cause So many people are crushing You know what I'm saying, so
0: Yeah, that's true, and then the loneliness yeah. and the isolation, I think, comes about when you realize, because especially if the circle around you doesn't change, but thanks. the way you think about life changes. Big thanks. And then you just see the gaps and the holes that have existed all along, and mm-hmm. then you just feel more and more isolated, even though you're with your homies that you know yeah, yeah. have love for you and you have love for them. But
1: it's how grow people, man. It's, a, it's really just life, you know? Yeah. But there's
0: a... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I'm just saying it's just life.
0: Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, there's... um. There's a level of, like, balance that you have to have in your own head to be able to participate in terms of the social aspect, right? Like, mm-hmm. still fuck with the people that fuck with you. Yeah. But realize not letting their values and thoughts affect you. Facts. Or deter you from pursuing what you want to pursue. Facts. So talk about your sort of journey with that. Have you had any experiences? Man, um,
1: I just started realizing, like, um, my friend group started to get smaller because... I don't want to go to the parties every day. I ain't trying to, you know, see who can hit the most hoes. I ain't trying to sit in all the hot boxes. I just started to realize, like, it's more than life than just doing this shit, you know. You walk in the club, it's 100 niggas dressed the same. It's 100 girls dressed the same. So I kind of just was, like, you know, separating myself. But You know, like, I think people under understand it's not necessarily I'm changing. It's just, like, damn, this nigga really growing up. You feel me? He don't want to do the same shit no more. So, at first it was tough because I feel like, like, man, maybe I'm being a bad friend. Maybe I'm, you know, tripping. Maybe I'm being too hard on the people I hang around with. Yeah. But I realized, like, man, I care more about my future kids than, you know, somebody that I might not speak to in five years. You feel me?
0: Bro, that's 100% facts. And it's, it's hard recognizing that, but there's so much value. And just seeing beyond the surface. Because you realize what's happening, right? Like you see the egos at play. You know why people are in there. You know what their objective is. And when when you understand the dynamics and you recognize that it doesn't lead to anything productive, it doesn't contribute to you being free, essentially, Mm -hmm. doing your own thing, making money, setting up your kids... Like that shit doesn't do anything. All you do is worry about that cycle of like another weekend. I gotta spend money. I gotta wasting time. I gotta look better than this person. I gotta, you know, (laughs) this girl, my friend, you know, all all that shit. Like I don't usually get into that side, but it's still like applicable. It's so interesting, and that parallel exists in so many different ways. That's facts, man. But when did you realize that? Like, do you remember the time frame? How old you were? The mindset that you had before that.
1: I ain't gonna lie I was
0: I was 19 And it's crazy
1: cause I was actually getting high And this was like my last session I remember We was listening to some Chopped and Screwed gunner. I was in I was at PV And I was listening to this music And I'm smoking bro But I just wasn't getting high And I'm just like I'm sitting there I'm like man I'm doing this rap shit But I'm in this bitch getting high while I'm not in the studio You know Why I'm not reading books Why I'm not mastering the craft So mm-hmm. After that, I realized, like, man, I got to start sacrificing. So I was, like, 19, and I had dropped out of PV, and I stayed in my mom's house for, like, seven months. I was working full-time at Lowe's, working from, like, 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. Then after that, i get off work, and i go cut grass. Then I was doing DoorDash. And then my producer, Jig on the beat, he hit me up and was like, man, you need to try to get back to college. So I was like, fuck it. I enrolled back to, I enrolled in TSU. And um, so, yeah, like, I was like 19, and I realized, like, you feel me? It's just time to take this music shit serious if I'm gonna do it. So, yeah, bro.
0: And that was, would you say that was a pivotal point in the journey? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what happened after that? What are some things that you did differently? Mm, I started listening more than speaking.
1: I started realizing, like, bro, you don't know everything. You're only 19 years old. So I started to, you know, Really started listening to people and realizing, like, man, just because you're working 9 to 5 right now, that do not that's not bad. You feel me? Just use that mm-hmm. to invest in your craft. So, you know, I just started listening more and started shutting up and realizing I'm young.
0: Yeah, what kind of information were you consuming?
1: Man, my, uh, my guy, Uncle B, I met him in my first college at ACU. And, like, he was the first guy who was like, man, if you're going to do this shit, do it full throttle. So I was calling Unk like every day and like, you know, he was just putting me on game. Like, you know, this shit gonna be hard, you know, it's gonna be hard for a couple years, but you know, if you're gonna do it, do it, you know. But, uh, I don't know. Matter of fact, he told me a story. My bad if I'm talking too much on this No, show. you're good. He told me a story and the story is about um, a bamboo tree. Mm. And he was like a bamboo tree take five years to grow underground. And, you know, when he said that shit, I was like, it really didn't hit me until I realized, like, you know, everybody be trying to pop out. Everybody be trying to be famous be rich, Mm -hmm. but nobody want to grow. Nobody want to take the time. See, a bamboo tree, that bitch is, like, the strongest tree, but it don't show until after, like, five years. Yeah. So it's like, man, God might be like, man, you got to just stay down, work the job for, like, three, five years and just do that. Then that sixth year, you up. So, you know, I was just... Shout out to Unc, man, reading a lot of books and shit.
0: That's such valuable advice, too, because that's your foundation. Like, you can pop out on a flimsy foundation, and then Facts. the whole shit gets fucked once Facts. you, you you know, let's use the bamboo analogy. Like, if your tree is not on a good foundation, any gust of wind will just blow it up.
1: Take that bitch. See, everybody want yeah. fame, bro. Everybody want money. Like, just because you got a lot of money, bro, inflation a real thing. You feel me? Like, a million dollars seem like a lot now, but in 10 years, that shit might, might not be nothing. So million A million now in.
0: still is nothing, man. Like, one lawsuit, you're done.
1: What? See? People don't realize that, man.
0: But it seems like a lot because the things that you think are good to buy with a million dollars are still reasonably inexpensive. No one mm. wants to spend 300000 on a piece of land and, you know, invest for the future generations. They want to buy a Rolls Royce. Yeah, because it adds value to their life instantly. It makes them feel better about themselves. It makes them appear higher on the hierarchy than other people around them. Nah, facts. And I, I personally got over that shit too. Like, I, I started realizing how does that serve anybody? To just continue Fact. to, like, flex. Which is why this podcast is called The Flex Coach. Because I was just commenting on Damn. the ways... Yeah, I was commenting the on the... Work. I was commenting on the ways people the flex. Work. And I'm like, I... I don't understand mm-hmm. it. Like it's yeah, it's cool to have nice things, right? If you work hard, but if you're doing it in the competitive sense mm-hmm. of like, yo, I gotta have this so I so I become so I feel better than someone else. Man. That shit is so toxic, and it promotes negativity to the younger generations. I that think that's the way to go. That was that was deep, bro. That's literally what we living in. Mm-hmm. Like for real. But I feel like in your industry, in your space, it's still necessary. It's I still, mean, some things are still necessary, right?
1: Yeah, it just depends what type of crowd, you know, you're you trying to target. You feel me? Because um, it's some people, it's some fans, like, bro, if you go take a picture in front of a rental, you feel me, you always in a big-ass Airbnb every day, you might get on, you know? And the people that fuck with me, like, everybody know I drive a 2008 car, you feel me? But they know, like, he got the money, he could buy something new, it's just this nigga investing in this crap exactly uh, people listening to it so you know it, i feel like it just really depends on who you're trying to aim for you know
0: I'm saying? i feel like the other demographic though is more fruitful to aim towards Facts. you know what i'm saying like Facts. you have to dress a certain way and appeal Facts. to them because they're the ones that make you rich fast Facts. and this other demographic is more real yeah it's genuine like they'll fuck with you no matter what you yeah. know even if you're walking around
1: like it's it's just a thing when you try to when you try to get anything fast, like whether it's money, a relationship, you know, goddamn anything, when you don't take time for it, that shit just gonna fold quick. Mm-hmm. So some fans might be here, but if it's another dude who come out with a song and he got one better lyric, a better melody, a bass hitting harder, they're gonna forget about you. So, you know. Yeah. That's the thing about trying to get this shit fast.
0: Yeah, no patience is everything. Effects. But on some level, you don't want to misconstrued patience with complacency. That's, yeah. Let's talk about that. What is your source of motivation and drive?
1: That's a good-ass question, man. Um, really, my, my younger cousins, you know, like my younger siblings and shit, like, you know, last night I was with my little sister, and she's nine, she's going to be ten, and I was just scrolling through her TikTok. And it's like, man, I'm looking at her TikToks like, damn, like, Muffin, you really getting old. You feel me? Like, she's starting to really turn into like a little teenage girl. And it's like, man, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I'm trying to be like a, not necessarily a role model, but it's like, you know, if your older cousin can do it, if your big brother can do it, then you can do it too. And doing is just being whatever you want to be. So I think that's my motivation, man. It It ain't no money. It ain't no hoes. It ain't no goddamn... Cause all that shit to leave tomorrow me, so... 100%. And it does. Family.
0: For a lot of people, they realize that a little bit too late. Too late, boy. They realize that and they're like, fuck, I just wasted so many years chasing after stuff that was never mine. Like,
1: like I refuse to be the 45-year-old nigga in the club on team night. Team night, you know. Just like, bro, you gotta get this bag while you can.
0: <laughs> nah, to each their own, man. I think... Here's what I've realized cuz I've had a lot of conversations like I've had 300 plus conversations and it's a recurring theme a lot of the people that I talk to or that gravitate towards this or I end up connecting with they all want it like they all trying to you know go get something and make something happen but then I have other friends that don't care they don't want it you know they they like the hedonistic approach to life they like going out they like partying they like drinking they like chasing after women or guys whatever like that's what they like
1: that's that's just so bittersweet man like because i got i got homeboys who i thought was gonna be with me the whole way mm-hmm. you feel me? but it's like i just don't want to hear about the same shit bro it's like you know what else you doing so many people so many of my friends be like bro you act like a dad you act like a, a big brother you you always looking in the future but i'm like why not you see, yeah, like why well, keep focusing on
0: bullshit, bro? Because that shit doesn't go anywhere. Like we said, right? It don't go nowhere. <laughs> you spent you spend five, seven, eight years grinding with your head down, yeah, and you come back and you got some real like stuff, substance, money, you know, foundation. That shit's still around. Still around. It's not gonna go anywhere. So, it depends on how on um it depends on in which half do you want to put the work in. You want to do it early and sacrifice going out with your homies or doing the stuff that everyone does when they're young or you want to do it later. You're going to have to fucking do it. Exactly. Let's continue down the the drive uh, tangent. You know, what else are you, how do you maintain the drive? So the family aspect, watching people do it, but on a regular basis, like do you consume, you know, books or do you follow certain people that you get motivated from? Or it's kind of just all in your head at this point?
1: Honestly, bro, I pray, and um, prayer is big for me now. Cause I used to be an atheist for a while until I realized, like, I really had to have a sit down, and I was like, "Damn, God is real." Mm-hmm. So I pray a lot. Like, and prayer for me, it ain't going inside no church, no temple. You know, whenever I'm just by myself, I just speak out loud, speak on my thoughts. Cause I read books. You know, I read. You know, I'm a big fan of Robert Greene. I'm a big fan of uh, the Steve Harvey morning uh, morning show. No you know, Joe Rogan podcast, you feel
0: yeah. I me? Mean? So, But... Bro, Robert Greene's a legend, man. A fucking legend. He fucking... Um, I just talked about this on the podcast I did before this. Mm. Um, and I, I don't mean to hijack your your thought process, but... <laughs> I feel like I have to get this in there, because I get excited every time I hear it. Like, I, I want to share this with as many people as possible. But that was, like, the first thing I ever posted when I was starting this whole thing. Mm. I just made an Instagram post with... Law number one from 48 Laws. Mm. It was like, talk less than necessary. Mm.
1: That's
0: your favorite law? No, no, it's just like the first thing I posted in terms of making content for other people, like promoting that sort of energy. Um, And a year and a half later, he's scheduled to be on next month. Really? Yeah.
1: That's dope,
0: bro. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking (laughs) crazy. That's dope. Man. That's, that, that, that just shows you, like, yeah. you just do work, you know? Like, I didn't hang out with friends. I didn't go socialize. I didn't Man. chase after a bunch of women. Like, I found a good one, yeah. and I stuck with it. And, I, you know, I just abandoned that life. But it's so easy to fall victim to that, which is why I keep asking you, like, how do you maintain that balance?
1: Well, another thing, you know, I've noticed, like, with prayer, bro, like, life is simple, Feel me, it's not easy and I feel like people get those two confused. Like easy, you don't gotta put in no effort. Simple is man, like in order to make it to the NBA, you gotta shoot three thousand jump shots. But that shit hard. You feel me? And people get that confused, like just cause it's simple, the process is gonna take a lot of time. But people want easy. They don't wanna shoot three thousand jump shots. Let me just shoot two of them bitches and put me in the lead. So when I realized that, I had to realize, like, man, there's certain things you gotta cut out, like man Stop being lazy. Stop being so damn sensitive with your craft. And, you know, it's hard, but it's either get with it or get lost. So, you know, really having those talks to myself, like, daily, bro, you know, working on myself.
0: That's the important point, daily. Yeah. Because there's so much value in that, like, not just doing it occasionally and then going back to that shit. Like, you have to do it daily, which which is why I think this question or answer is important. It's a constant thing. It's a constant battle. Because this shit is around us in abundance. Shit difficult, man. There's so much around us that is ready, like waiting for us to trip, go off course, and just become a consumer like everybody, you know, and keep feeding the cycle while a small amount of people make a lot of money, like a lot of money. That's facts. But in terms of the daily aspect, or actually let's segue into some of the challenges associated with this pursuit? Mm. You know, because I'm I'm sure there are plenty, but let's talk about that. You know, what are some challenging things that you've encountered and how have you been able to go get through that?
1: Man, that's a good-ass question, bro. Encounters for me. um, The biggest one, you know, trying to... How could I word it? not following the mass. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because it's like, you know, you're seeing so many people do it. You're seeing so many people get on quick. You know, this person dropped a banger. This person just made it in modeling. This person just made it. And it make me sit back and wonder like, mm-hmm. man, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And then I realized like, you know, you ain't doing nothing wrong. You're just doing it your way. You feel me? Because it's easy yeah. to ride somebody else's wave. You know, it's easy to copy somebody, but Ain't no originality in that. Like, I couldn't go to sleep at night knowing, like, damn, I stole that nigga out here. <laughs> so that's one of the biggest ones, man. Like, staying to myself and not following what everybody want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I see
0: it in your bio as well. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the exact quote, but I saw the word authentic.
1: Oh, yeah. loose Mafia. Only for the authentic.
0: Only for the authentic. I, I like wrote, that because. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's, I don't know if you saw my tagline. It's number one authentic value provider. So that's why I fucking resonated with that. Because, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's easy being like a character. Easy, it's easy bro. being a character. And it's easy. Again, with, it refers to the alienation stuff that we started this off with. When you're original, when you're yourself, when you don't, when you just seem like not part of the tribe in a way because that's, that's where it comes from it's a tribalistic aspect of being an outlier like you're the guy that's going against what, the, what everyone in the tribe is doing Right. and you either find all the resources and the food or you die in the woods and they're, they're expecting you to die in the woods that's dope. but when you right. find all the resources they're going to come and want to share that was
1: dope I, was I don't dope. know if that shit made sense man that shit made sense to me yeah for real because that's the thing like you know you're going to do it by yourself. Everybody laughing. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't want to rock with you. As soon as you get all that food, you know, that's when everybody come back. You yeah.
0: So, that's when it's all love again. Like, yeah. People you haven't heard from years. over the years. Crazy. It's crazy stuff. Let's talk about um, the music journey. Okay. You know, musically um, or sonically speaking, what is what is, um, what is it that separates you? Like, what is original about your sound, and how did you go about curating it? Mm. Or what is original about the message, the theme, the overall, like, intention behind it? Okay,
1: let me start from the basics, then. So, I have a um, a collective called Loot Screw Mafia, and really just growing up, bro, like, I was always considered, like, you know, weird, but not too weird, cool, not cool enough, you know? And I just looked at it as like man you know like I'm a I'm a loose screw you feel me like I don't really fit in so that's where that came from and the mafia man I'm just a like big fan of like mob shit like mafia shit just cause it was real family oriented so that's where loose screw mafia come from and my collective man shout out the jig on the beat produced by Nightmare we the same you know what I'm saying so it's just it's really about being yourself and just showing it to people you know whether it's a beat whether it's a a hoodie a t-shirt a song you know so that's the way we stand out we just be ourselves, and we don't really give a fuck how nobody feel whether you like it or not we just gonna be us so yeah that's how I guess we stand out
0: no, that's dope appreciate that man. but on, on some level I've realized that you do have to cater to the frequencies that register with people meaning if certain people perceive it a certain way it's almost like an art form right like as an artist you have to shape what someone feels but you have to shape it in a way that shows them how you feel, mm-hmm. while also knowing what they are more likely to feel. Man, See you know what I'm who,
1: saying? My bad to cut you off. But no, you you're know who's great at that shit? This nigga Kanye West. Yeah. Like, he really, I don't know how he do it, but there's a lot of people that hate Kanye, but they know exactly what he says. So it's like, you must not hate him to know everything he just said. So, that's facts.
0: No, he's really that's good. He's, he's almost more inspiring than Robert Greene.
1: Awesome shit, yeah. <laughs> if you if you watch his interviews, <laughs> shit,
0: yeah. 2013, Zane Lowe interviews, Breakfast Club interviews, the stuff that he... Bro, when I heard that for the first time, like, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't hear it when it came out, but when I heard it, I was like 16, 17. Mm. And that should just open my mind up. Which like, one? we're all one race. Like, all oh, of them. I just man. listened to all of them. Right. He just talks about classism. We're all one race, and... You know, how cars should cost $5,000, not a jacket. And just kind of like tearing apart the fabric of this society in a way that still makes sense, yeah. in a logical way.
1: Yeah, he wanted them like, if, if, if you don't open your mind, you're just not going to understand. Because Kanye, that type of nigga, that's why I fuck with him. You Because know, oh, yeah. he got an interview with Zane Lowe when, you know, people was on Kanye's ass for calling himself a god. And it's like, bro, you really pay attention, he didn't say he is God, he says I am a God, because God made us in the creation of himself. And he was like, you know, if I call myself a pimp, a gangster, or if a girl call herself a bad bitch, that's cool. But if I say I am a God, you know, I'm I'm considered like too thinking too highly of myself. But mm-hmm. it's like as a human being, you should think highly of yourself. That's self esteem. So true
0: yeah. it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, no, his his analogy in terms of brand names too is too, it's like it hits you because I think his quote was, they strip us of our self-esteem mm-hmm. and then they sell it back to us in name brand form.
1: People don't really, they don't even understand what that shit means.
0: Like, <laughs> that shit's so deep, it don't make no damn sense. It's crazy though because, yeah, um, just it hits you. Like, when you realize it hits you. But it's also a frequency that you don't have to follow, which yeah. is what a lot of people choose to do. Yeah. But if you look at everything that he's done, that you may want to pay attention, you know, because mm-hmm. his way of putting things, like all this shit, the Yeezys, all this shit was already in his head. Same with Steve Jobs. Yeah, that nigga was dope too. Same with Elon. Like all these people have all the things that they want to present for the world, but they have to do it a certain way to get to that point. Yeah. meaning they have to, like Kanye has to make certain songs so yeah. that. A certain demographic listens to him so that he has power that comes from them listening to him Thanks. so that he can have money to then make the easy for someone else and that's i think the puzzle piece that once you start decoding it mm-hmm. you realize like as much as you want to be yourself you still have to like loop through society and what they value Thanks. otherwise you're just on some like next level pioneer shit that no one understands. Facts. And you're just talking to yourself because no one's going to listen.
1: Facts. Yeah. Yeah. That's the... You hit it on the spot. That's the puzzle piece, bro. Because we all are looking for it. Like, how can I be myself but still get you to understand it? You feel me? So I don't seem like I'm doing nothing off the wall. So mm-hmm. That's really the puzzle piece.
0: Let's talk about relationships and managing You know, essentially networking, Mm -hmm. what are some elements, like, does that come naturally to you, or is it something you had to develop? Uh, And what are some things that you look for in people to then allow them to be in your, like, close circle? You know, essentially, like, fuck with them. Uh, Man,
1: um, there's definitely something I had to develop, but, um, you know, as far as, like, you know, networking like bro it don't matter if i'm at work or if i'm at you know in class i'm asking somebody to subscribe to my youtube channel i'm asking somebody like hey let me know what you think about this song if you don't fuck with it cool i just want to know what you think but as far as letting people in my circle man that shit gotta it gotta happen 100% natural because i don't just let everybody in bro yeah you never know somebody's intentions until they show them to you so
0: true that's kind of what i meant too like even the starting point of that right associating with people Mm -hmm. it's hard to really read intention because everyone's getting better like people are getting really good at their snake shit essentially man for real and I, I, i i told you i moved here when i was 12 and i came from a completely different culture so it was like different values different i guess i was also young but a different way of reading people essentially you know like intentions and How do they really want to act and all this shit? And when I came here, I saw some foul shit. Mm. People would act like they're your friend and then... Snakey. Yeah, like all the fucking time. And it was so weird to me. Like, I didn't really understand it at first. But now, as I've gotten older and had more experiences, I get it. Like, I understand it. I just have no room for it in my life. Facts. But I understand it and I empathize with it. Because they're miserable. Yeah, see, yeah, you see it. Yeah. Not everybody raised the same, man.
1: Like, you know, if that dude daddy was a snake, he a snake. If his mama was a snake, mm-hmm. he was a snake. You know, and it's like, man, I feel bad for you. I just can't, I don't fuck with snakes. So it's like, you know, just got to keep you at a distance.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that also requires humility. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially in, the, in, in, in a new relationship that you're forming, it's almost like chess, right? Like you don't know what move they're going to make. You got to be careful about what move you make. If you keep it humble and authentic, like if you don't, you if you don't let ego get in the way, mm-hmm. then it starts on a foundation of authenticity. So, how important do you think humility has been in your journey, in your life, and where do you think that came from for you? Mm. Um,
1: definitely a hundred percent. You know, because um, I believe in karma, man. You know, so I don't be trying to snake nobody, because it might not come back through that person but it's gonna come back some way you know so I try to be you know honest I'm human I'm alive every now and then but I try yeah. to be as honest as possible so uh yeah that was a good ass question bro yeah, thank <laughs> you man a um what, what was
0: the was, last part of it cause I was on just humility like who essentially taught you the value of being humble or where did you understand the value of being humble as far as teaching
1: it, definitely my mom. My mom real, my mom real stand up. My step pops as well, you know, like, you know, humility and respect. That's like his top tier shit. So I was, that shit been instilled in me since I was goddamn, you know, five years old. That's why like when I go down to my hometown of Louisiana, I'm still cool with all my homeboys down there. Like we still rock. and I ain't, I ain't been in class with them since we was in goddamn kindergarten. So yeah. that's why I really, you know, learned it. But I guess I started to understand it really when I got to high school and started realizing, like, damn, like, this nigga will shake your hand, but really try to fuck your bitch the whole time. Mm-hmm. And realizing, like, I ain't trying to be that type of nigga. So,
0: yeah. No, I can, some level of relatability there. And it was also like with maturity, right? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of open about this. I don't really mind sharing this side of my past with people. But I was, like, not the nicest person to a lot of people. Like, I could be friends with someone. And... But it's also, like, if their girl's down, then you can't really be mad, right? But that's just a different conversation, I guess. Um, I the, the point I'm trying to make is it's a normal thing, but recognizing and then getting on the other side of it. Meaning you have, like, real emotions and you realize, wow, if someone did, did this to me, that wouldn't feel nice. I don't want to yeah. put that energy out there. Yeah, I know what you mean now uh, when you put it like that. I'm just fucked up too. <laughs> so, yeah. But it, I still feel bad about it because... Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. We don't have to get into that. It's just... <laughs> it's just fucked up. It's just fucked up when you, like, yeah. look at everyone as, you know, yeah. a human and you have love for all humans. You realize like the pain that you caused and the pain that you allowed to occur can't help but feel bad, but some people are still at it. Like, it'll it'll never end. It really is maturity then, you put it like that. Because there's some
1: shit I did at 16 that I just can't do at 21, to be honest. Like, I was on some young and dumb shit, like that shit wouldn't cool, bro. You know, so.
0: I feel that for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being here, man. Please let the people know. Where they can listen to your music, the website, anything else. All right, so
1: you can uh, follow me on Instagram, Money Making Sachi. You know, the YouTube is called Loose Screw Mafia. You know, um, I got an Instagram for Loose Screw Mafia as well. But um, I got an album dropping June 20th. It's called The Renaissance. Please go and get that. I appreciate it. But, uh, you know, appreciate y'all for having me, man, for real. Appreciate you
0: guys being good.